the value of the ancient versions is that once the Greek New Testament is translated into another language, then that language uh, text of the, of the New Testament, generally speaking, takes on a life of its own. It no longer is interacting with the Greek text. And so if you can find out what the earliest form of that version is, you can find out what that Greek text that it uh, translated was saying at about that time. In other words, uh, we know that the Latin uh, text of the New Testament was translated as early as the second century. And so when we look at Latin manuscripts and we can determine the earliest uh, form of the Latin text, what we can tell is that that form of the uh, Latin text is uh, a second century text that uh, duplicates what the Greek text was before it. Now that's the great value of the versions as well as placing those versions in ge different geographical locations. So you've got the Latin text that's going to be especially in the West, and then you've got the uh, Coptic text of the New Testament that's especially in the South, and the Syriac text which is especially in the East. Those are the three most important uh, early versions. Now, there are problems to the versions at the same time. First of all, we are trying to reconstruct the text of a version to determine what its original form is. We don't have those second century Latin manuscripts anymore. We have later manuscripts that point to the source of the Latin text being done in the second century, but we don't have the uh, second century manuscripts. Uh, so that's one of the problems that we've got is we have to reconstruct the Latin text to figure out what that second century text said. But another problem with these ancient versions is the uh, principles of translation that the translators followed. Did they follow something like a dynamic or a functional equivalent translation, or did they do a more rigorous formal equivalent translation of uh, the Greek text? Those that are more formal, that are almost, we might say, bad Latin or bad Coptic or bad Syriac, are going to be the versions that are the most valuable for us for getting back to the underlying Greek text because they're translating it uh, so uh, woodenly that we can see what that Greek text really said. But if a translation is loose or is very fluid or very dynamic, then it's much more difficult to see what that underlying Greek text said. The third problem that we have with some of these ancient versions is that they are not translations directly from the Greek, but they are translations from an intermediate language, and consequently all of the difficulties we already have with looking at a version trying to get back to its underlying Greek text and what the principles of translation were are compounded by this two-stage translation that's uh, two steps removed from the original Greek. The final problem that we have with uh, the versions has to do with the internal language makeup and especially dealing with grammar and idioms. In one language, for example, they might have a, uh, a gender for a particular word that is masculine, while as in the translation of it into another language, that, that same word might be feminine or neuter. And consequently, in uh, say Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14, where in the Greek it speaks of the spirit as a down payment, in 114 it says, who is a down payment? Now what we have in Greek is the word spirit is neuter in verse 13, and then in verse 14, the who, which goes back to the Greek, is also most likely neuter, but the word down payment is uh, masculine. But in Latin, everything reverses. The word spirit in Latin is masculine, the word down payment is neuter, and consequently, uh, to judge what that relative pronoun uh, there is, is it it or is it he, 
uh, that's going to be a, a far more difficult thing to assess. So the differences in the grammatical structure between the two languages often give us a false reading as to what that uh, original Greek must have said if they are just the opposite uh, from one another. Uh, another issue would be uh, the uh, definite article, the word the. In Greek, we have it, but in Latin, there is no the, and consequently, the Latin cannot properly represent uh, when there is a textual variant between having the article and not having the article. So its, its voice is completely nil at those points. At the same time, the great value of the versions is especially when you're dealing with a phrase or a whole verse, whether it's there or not, or what the wording of it is, because the, the basic grammar of the language is not going to interfere with that. If you add a verse or take it away, it's not going to be due to uh, grammatical differences between two languages. It will be due to whether it had that in the Greek manuscript that it was copying from or not. So to sum up, these are the... Uh, uh, the, the value and the problems of the versions for trying to get back to the autographic text of the Greek New Testament. Mm -hmm.